This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. If you are looking to sell your home, you should get it listed sooner rather than later. Well, that would be the advice from people who think that David Madani, a senior economist at Capital Economics, has got it right. He's forecasting a 20 to 40% correction in the Canadian housing market over the next five years. Of course, as we all know, Toronto and Vancouver markets have been white hot over the past few years and have recently reduced measures to cool things down. Those measures seem to be working. Are they working too well? Dave Madani joins me now. Hi, Dave. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So what exactly are you predicting? Well, based on the rather abrupt slowdown in sales and increase in listings we've seen in Toronto over the past two months, it almost seems um, that house prices, in fact, are already going down, so it's really not even a prediction anymore. In fact, the housing market conditions have softened so much within such a short space of time. Um, We're now on sort of parallels here to what we saw back during the 2008-09 recession. That's not to mean that the economy is in a recession. It just means that there's been a sudden uh, drop in uh, confidence with respect to the housing market in Toronto. Um, and right now it's pointing to lower house prices before the end of the year. So I certainly, I certainly think there is now the beginnings of um, a potential longer-term correction for the Toronto housing market. Well, how much would you say that has to do with the measures introduced by the Ontario government, uh, with your foreign buyers tax? I mean, what we saw initially happen on the West Coast was that there was an initial drop, but afterwards it kind of recovered. Yes, certainly. I think the uh, Ontario government's fair housing plan has spooked um, prospective home buyers. Um, because other, you know, and this is what's a bit tricky about it. Because the current high level of house prices doesn't really reflect uh, um, household incomes and low interest rates. There's, and there's the prices also reflect buyer psychology, and, and this makes it a very sort of fuzzy or tricky situation. Because anything that would upset people's uh, confidence in the housing market could actually, in of itself, lead to a decline in house prices, even though interest rates remain low, even though incomes continue to grow. Um, and so, I mean, time will tell, but given how abruptly home sales have fallen and listings have increased already, um, I'm afraid that uh, the news isn't too good for, uh, for, the house, for the near-term house price outlook. And given that house prices have risen so high relative to household incomes over the past several years, there's obviously the potential for a more substantial correction in house prices uh, in the coming years. Um, isn't it is it possible that it's the same phenomenon with the listings that that people who had it on their minds to sell thought oh there are these new measures I better get the place listed yes, uh, I, and I, and there isn't yeah. you know that much more afterwards um, 
it looks like some uh, homeowners are looking to cash out because they realise perhaps that the market has peaked and this is probably the best time they're going to, you know, this is the time they'll get the best price for their house. Um, so I think some people, uh, you know, are doing that. Um, but, you know, time will tell as to whether or not that's the case. I think given the severity of the decline in home sales, um, it, it, it is a very much a strong indicator that prices, in fact, perhaps are already beginning to decline. So anyone who, you know, who's perhaps rushing out to list or is planning on rushing out to list their home now, um, they might get a bit of a shock because I think prices have already begun to drop just within the space of the past two months. And would that be your advice to people who are thinking of cashing out listed now or would you tell them to hang on? Well, obviously some people have already um, are already doing that. Um, I mean, my sense is the market has peaked. You know, the Toronto housing market has had a fantastic run over the past several years. I think we all can agree on that. Uh, and in this much uh, tougher regulatory environment, both because of provincial regulation, the Fair Housing Plan, but also because of federal uh, mortgage insurance policies also being tightened, uh, there's very little upside for house prices, I think, over the next few years and a, and a heck of a lot of downside risk. Well, um, talking downside risk, you're you're forecasting 20 to 40 percent. That's huge. Yes, and that, but that's over five years. So, you know, provided household incomes continue to grow, I think we can expect to see a fairly big decline over that long period. Um, so, you know, this is this is something obviously that's going to be pretty critically important to the economy, um, and there could also be sort of some knock-on effects that that might have to the broader economy as well. Um, so it's you know it's obviously um, concerning, uh, but this is this is something really that's been building for the past several years, uh, and unfortunately, uh, it looks like policymakers now are getting more than they bargained for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe an, an over uh, correction. Um, is it possible, Dave, that this could be a good thing? I mean, we, we keep hearing about young people who absolutely cannot get into the market because it's so crazy. Multiple bids, all, all of that stuff. Um, is, is it possible that this could be a good thing? Well, there's always winners and losers with housing boom-bust cycles. Um, it's not... A, it's not a good thing in the near term, of course, because falling house prices tend to be associated with slowing household consumption growth and higher unemployment. And so from that sort of sense, it, it's not a good thing. In the long term, obviously, a correction in house prices would restore affordability more generally speaking. And for you know, for a lot of um, younger prospective home buyers, that would obviously be refreshing from their perspective. Um, but to say or to suggest that falling house prices would be a good thing for the economy is a bit upside down, to sort of put it bluntly. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, there really isn't a solution to this anymore. Um, the policy measures, I think, that the government have taken out, both federal and provincial, would have been better maybe about five, seven years ago. Uh, they're just too late. It's not that there are wrong policies per se, Um we can sort of split hairs over, you know, certain particular aspects of their policy, but it's just that their timing is so bad. Um, and unfortunately, uh, in this sort of market environment, you know, policy steps like this can actually prove to be the trigger or catalyst for a correction in the housing market.
Mm-hmm. And it's, is that what uh, you believe, that that uh, this uh, these policies will kind of be the straw that broke the camel's back? Um, possibly, yeah. I mean, certainly um, that's what we're seeing in terms of the hard economic data that's coming in. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are probably well aware that home sales have fallen quite abruptly, both in April and May. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the, the news is even getting worse for the way um, sales are shaping up for the month of June. So it does look like people have all of a sudden lost confidence uh, in the housing market um, and home values, which is understandable because a lot of people have been fretting about housing bubbles and you know and whatnot. So it's under. I mean, this is sometimes how housing bubbles end. They don't necessarily need higher interest rates or a shock to the economy. Uh, sometimes bubbles just pop themselves because, at the end of the day, um, they you know the high prices in a bubbly market simply are a reflection of buyer psychology. They've, they don't actually have that much to do with fundamentals such as household incomes and and interest rates. So, this is why um, you know it's a very sort of fuzzy grey area, and why obviously you're going to get a, a very wide cross section of opinion in terms of. Uh, people's forecasts for the housing market. Uh, but just from a pure risk management point of view, I think most people would agree there's very little upside to housing prices right now and a heck of a lot of downside. And so on that basis alone, I think, you know, if someone was looking to cash out, um, uh, now would probably be uh, a good time. But they oh. probably won't get quite the price they thought or that they could have got at the beginning of this year. Okay, well, uh, that sounds like some reasonable advice. Dave Madani, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.